We are continuing to talk about the story that is having a huge impact on Springfield and Sangamon County, and that, of course, is the ongoing pandemic and the stricter mitigations to be put in place effective at 12.01 a.m. Friday after the city and county tried a, a modified, what they called a phased approach to bars and restaurants in hopes of slowing this rapid spread of coronavirus. The numbers keep climbing and climbing at such a pace that they determined yesterday that they would have to go to the stricter measures, the measures originally ordered by the governor to take effect on November 1st. To talk more about that decision and where we go from here, Sangamon County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter joins us. Mr. Chairman, thanks as always for your time. We appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for the invitation. Well, as we noted, the governor initially uh, called for all indoor bar and restaurant service to close down uh, as of November 1st. The city and county said we want to try this a different way, give these businesses a chance to keep some indoor service going. Uh, But it wasn't long under that plan before it became evident that uh, something more was going to have to be done. Walk us through the process on this. Why was the decision made not to go with the stricter state rules at first, and why now the decision to to go ahead and impose them? Yeah, so it it may be helpful to back up a minute and explain that when the governor issues these orders, they um, they're orders and they're they're they are guidelines of what what we're supposed to do, but they they don't they're not law in the sense that you of an ordinary law where you. It tells you what the remedy is, what the punishment is if you don't do the thing that you're supposed to do. So the way the system operates is the locals are left with trying to figure out what authority they have in state statute to implement the the orders that the governor has given. And the, the governor knows this, and and uh, and he's uh, he's allowed for some leeway as the locals try to figure out how to implement his. Uh, guidelines. So uh, when we get these orders, uh, our state's attorney Dan Wright and his staff they they talk with uh, with the other with the AG's office with the uh, other state's attorneys around the state, uh, the appellate prosecutor's office, to try and figure out which what law what lever do we pull here that will be appropriate and it'll stand up in court. Um, uh, and and so our we've we've done this several times now. And this time, uh, when the law came down, uh, almost everyone at the local level of leadership and government was really concerned about what effect this was going to have on our hard-pressed restaurants. So uh, uh, we went to our um, medical advisors and said, look, could we phase in uh, the governor's orders? Do you think we could safely do that um, and see if we can preserve some indoor dining service for our local restaurants? And our medical advisors said, uh, yeah, maybe it, it, it could be okay to go ahead and, and try and phase it in. But, uh, but if we hit a positivity rate of 12% or, or if, we, if, we, um, if our capa- excess capacity in the ICUs at the hospitals drops below 20%, we're going to have to, to move to the full mitigation. On So we implemented the rule last Thursday, I think, um, the modified uh, implementation. We, we actually adopted all the rest of the, at that time, all the rest of the governor's order, except there, there was one provision about 
parties on buses, and we're, we're still not sure whether we have the ability to regulate that. But uh, we implemented that last, I think, last Thursday. Um, but on Monday, our positivity rate hit 12%. So every meet, every morning, Brian McFadden, the county administrator, meets with Gail O'Neill, the, uh, the public health uh, director, and, and our three medical advisors. Every morning they meet to review the numbers. We hit 12%. The doc said we've, we've got to go to the full the full mitigation in the governor's orders, and that's that's why we took action yesterday. County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter with us. And, and Chairman, you said that uh, the governor had uh, allowed some leeway to local governments, but the governor's been actually pretty sharply critical of local governments that didn't go along with the, the mitigations that, that he ordered and, in fact, singled out Springfield and, and Sangamon County uh, specifically for, for criticism in one of his press briefings. Uh, a local restaurateur has uh, posted something online suggesting that city and county officials caved to political pressure uh, in in making this new decision to close down indoor bar and restaurant service. Do you care to respond to that? Political pressure had nothing to do with it. It was strictly the the, the metrics that were measuring the spread of the disease with, and it, all the decisions were made based on the, the advice of our medical advisors who are, who are recognized statewide for their, their expertise in, in uh, communicable diseases. You, you talked about uh, you know, the, the, the legal basis for this. I'm sure you've heard the name Thomas DeVore, the attorney who has brought a number of different legal challenges to the governor's yeah. orders. He had a Facebook Live video today where he also specifically singled out Sangamon County and suggested that, that you, uh, the, the chairman, as the uh, person overseeing uh, liquor licenses for businesses out in the county, uh, don't really have the authority to do this, basically telling bar and restaurant owners, you don't need to worry about this. They don't really have the power to make this stick. How confident are you that you have the legal authority to do this and to make it stick if businesses choose to defy these orders? Well, as I, said, I mean, all of this is, is kind of a case of first impression. Um, and people are, and, and we are, in each step of the way, we have been researching what legal authority we have to do this. Um, and we think that under the public health statutes and or under the, the uh, liquor licensing statutes that, uh, that we do have authority to uh, withstand court scrutiny, that we do have authority to, to implement the governor's regulations. So what are the consequences if a bar or restaurant does, in fact, defy this order? It still wants to bring people indoors as of 12.01 a.m. Friday. What could they face? They could face uh, revocation of their license, ultimately revocation of their license to serve food. Um, and, again, the county would have uh, authority over liquor licenses in unincorporated Sangamon County, correct? That could also be a play? That's 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 correct. Yeah, but, uh, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead, please. Well, I just I just wanted to clarify because uh, the, with the, the liquor light, the county oversees food service licenses countywide, regardless of the location. Uh, but liquor licenses, you only handle unincorporated Sangamon County. Otherwise, it's in each individual jurisdiction. That, that's that's correct, and that's why this process has been a, has been a coordinated process. And, uh, Mayor Langfelder has been been intimately involved in it. There have been multiple conferences with the mayors of of all of the local municipalities uh, in Sangamon County as well. And, and uh, everyone is, is 
trying to to work in tandem on this. How concerned are you about uh, what this could mean in terms of bars and or restaurants closing and and not reopening? How bad could this get? You know, we're, we're really really concerned about it. And and what what makes this situation different from the situation we all experienced in in April and May? Two things. One is that the the spread of the disease is by by a multiple magnitudes greater than it was back in April and May when we when we were very concerned. But but secondly, we don't have any of these federal government programs in place to to help uh, our local bars and restaurants. The the PPP program is closed down. There's no place for them to go for uh, for sustaining help. I think the state does have some programs, but but those programs have been uh, challenging to roll out to 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 these entrepreneurs. So we're we are really concerned, and that is one of the reasons why we sought a phased approach to this uh, uh, in the beginning. But uh, I, I want to stress that the, the numbers just have overwhelmed. You're not seeing numbers today from anything that we did last week. The numbers we're seeing today are from seven to fourteen. Are, are the effect of something that happened seven to fourteen days ago? So most likely, it's the effect of Halloween. Should there have been more time then to see if this phased approach with twenty five percent capacity and an earlier closing time uh, to to allow that to work? Uh, since uh, again, it, it's kind of hard to tell on the basis of the a handful of days that that was tried whether or not it would have made a difference at all. No, no chance. We just don't. We just don't have the the luxury of 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 taking that chance. Uh, uh, the our our medical advisors are. The principal concern that is driving this is um, is the availability of services at the hospital, critical services at the hospitals, and the hospitals are, are functioning well. They've continued to function well through all of this, but but they are stressed. Our medical advisors are showing us, are telling us, and and we just can't take the risk that we we tip the tip over there. The the bars and restaurants say the data isn't there to support singling them out. They point to outbreak data provided by the state. The state says they're looking at different metrics here. What what data are you looking at to say that this is the, the way to go or this will make a significant difference in, in the spread of the virus? Yeah, th- this is really a critical point. The data that, that we're looking at is source data. That is, people who are infected... When we, when we call them to, to follow up on the results of their test, we ask them, where, where have you been that you think would have been a source for, for catching the virus? And we aggregate that data, and that indicates to us that the, the places in the community where the virus seems to spread more, most often. And uh, ironically, the number one place the answer we get back is in the home. Okay, but the virus got into the home someplace. So the question then is, all right, where are the places outside of the home where where the virus is, is spreading? And the, the number one place indicated outside the home where the virus, where the, the source of the virus has been bars and restaurants. If, if this isn't enough, if this doesn't slow down the spread, bring those numbers down, 
Uh, are there any other rabbits to pull out of the hat? Any other uh, additional measures that could be imposed a week or two down the road uh, to to try to to further help us uh, get this thing under control? Yeah, you're, you're kind of asking a question above my pay grade. That that you know those directions will probably will no doubt come from the governor and the IDPH staff. Uh, but of course, we, we all know we were all ordered back into our homes. Uh, uh, back in March and April, uh, I suppose that's a possibility if it doesn't get under control. And the state is today not ordering but recommending, strongly suggesting that people do exactly that. Stay in your homes, avoid uh, going out unless it's for essential needs like food or, or medical visits and things, and also encouraging people to work from home wherever possible. What's the status with county employees as far as uh, are, are they in fact working from home where they can? Is that something that's on the horizon for the county? Yes, we we've given a lot of uh, a lot of flexibility to to county employees, but we also have some critical services. Uh, the the courts uh, for, is probably the best example. The jail is another one. We absolutely cannot shut down the jail. So um, so so uh, so we we want to we have we want to continue to keep those critical services operating as best we can until unless. The situation's just become so serious that we have to re- go back to the at-home mitigations of March and April. But beyond that, uh, are are more county workers working from home now than say were a month ago, or do you anticipate more will be in the weeks to come? Uh, it's uh, it's certainly possible. Um, more now than a month ago, I I'm not sure. It really depends. on you know the county is organized by by elected officials, so it's a little uh, um, it's a little bit of a multi-headed beast. Uh, but um, but but we we have we have allowed that kind of flexibility when when necessary. Sangamon County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter really appreciate the time as always. We will stay in touch as this situation continues to unfold. Anytime, thanks, Jim.